0: Sam McDowell we're talking to Sammy after you and I'm just wondering you guys talk a lot about what he does that maybe doesn't show up in the numbers I'm wondering if you could offer just some examples of of uh, what he does for you guys and how key was it to get him back this offseason I mean it was it was extremely important I mean uh, to have someone of his caliber who uh, really goes out there and, and plays well every single week and like, like like you said I mean he does so many things well obviously he catches the ball well. Uh, he scores scores for us makes a lot of plays after contact but also I mean just as far as blocking or running the routes hard and getting other guys open I mean in this offense it takes every single person and I think you saw that when the playoffs and his number got called he made big plays happen and so uh uh it's a guy that we we love having back and that's going to really help our offense uh, continue to progress and get better Let's go to Mick Schaefer go ahead Mick I was just wondering I think we've talked to you since uh, you you purchased part of the Royals I'm just wondering where the uh where the idea to uh, to make that happen came from was a lifelong dream. And he, did, did you have the idea first or was it Travis uh, going with the with, with the Mets there? I don't know who had the, I, the idea first, but uh, it, it was something where obviously I love baseball. I grew up in clubhouses and I love everything about it. And uh, whenever the Royals uh, got bought l- last year by the Shermans, uh, I mean, I, I wanted to be a part of it. Uh, it took a little bit of time. I mean, those things take time. So it took almost a year to get all the language right and doing it at the right timing with everything going on in the world, obviously. Um, but uh, we, we were able to do it, and they were able to let me join in with them and be a part of something that's going to be long-term and in Kansas City for a long time. Let's go to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Over the last two years, what type of teammate Sammy Watkins has been, and maybe if you have a story or two that can illustrate what we're talking about here. I mean, he's been, he's been a great teammate. I mean, he's been someone that since day one has joined in at that receiver room. I mean, it's probably the one that, one that, that of the D-line is probably the most uh, fun room you could probably, probably be in in, the, in this locker room, and he's been someone that's, that's been a leader in that room and someone that's got along with everybody. I mean, we, we as uh, the quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, and tight ends, and guys, we go usually, well, probably not this year, but we go usually uh, out to eat with the, the families, the girlfriends, and we kind of just uh, all hang out and, and eat dinner, and sometimes go put chicken and pickle, play pickleball, whatever whatever it is. And so uh, we, we've, we all have great relationships in that room, uh, in the whole offensive, offensive and defensive uh, room. That's what makes this team so special. Matt McMullen. We all know on draft night, Clyde was your guy. You've been work- working virtually all off season with him, but to finally have him in the facility, you get to know him a little bit. What are your first impressions of Clyde? First impressions, I mean, he's a hard worker. I think that's the the first thing that you could see from day one. Uh, he he's always wanting to learn more. He's wanting to get in every single rep they let him in, and uh, he's someone that it's it's gotten better every single day. And so I, I'm excited to have him and uh, adapt him and involve him more and more in the offense. And as he he learns more, he'll be able to progress and have more success every single day. Go to Therese Paylor. Go ahead, Therese. I think it's notable that you took a step of buying a team because we've seen a lot of big names in sports to do that. He's buying a piece of a team, right? LeBron says he wants to. Um, Michael Jordan already has his own team. Uh, In the long term, and I know this is over a decade away. Like, I got it. You got a lot you want to accomplish right now. But in the long term, is there any part of you that's already thought about, okay, you know, I want to own a team fully one day in one of these sports. Um, And has the last dance had any impact on you? Yeah, I mean, I've, I don't know if I've thought about that long, fully owning a team or, or whatever aspect that is. But I, I'm obviously very interested in, in all sports and being a part of sports, even when hopefully a long time from now my sport de- sports days are over. And I haven't f- nailed the, whatever where that's going to be yet. Um, but I want to be a part of sports for the rest of my life because it's given so much to me as far as obviously on the field, but obviously but also off of it, being able to have a platform to, to go out there and be a better person every single day. Go to Harold Coons. Go ahead, Harold. a question to you about uh, you mentioned voter registration and the discussions you had with the team, and you mentioned you had your own struggles with it—just registering and then checking back on it and seeing that you know you weren't in the system. What's your advice for people that uh, you know are trying to register and and trying to get go through that process as well, and taking your experience from that and telling them that, hey, this is important, this needs to be done, but you need to follow steps to go through it. Yeah, I mean, my advice is that uh, first, find as much information from whoever you think the best person is to find information from. Um, get as much information on it. Make sure you're following the steps the right way. And then once, kind of in my scenario, once you do uh, go out there and, and you, you do what you think you're registered and, and however you were taught and however you kind of went through the steps, to make sure you check on that and make sure that everything's is done the right way. And then I, then I would say after that, spread the spread the information. I mean, uh, spread the word around. Make sure you can get as many people registered as possible. Cause that's how uh, people can show their voice in this nation. Let's go to Len Jennings. Tomorrow marks the one month, or month away from a kickoff of the season. I'm sure this month can fly by. How are you guys, how are you kind of uh, balancing everything that's happening in the news with, with COVID? And preparing for a season. And uh, secondly, your thoughts on the Tyreek uh, McCool-Hardman uh, race. First off, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing you get to do in all of 2020 is just try to make sure you accept every challenge the, uh, of the next day. You, you just really every morning you wake up knowing that you're going to go in with an open mind, uh, prepared for whatever comes your way. And so for me, I mean, that's kind of how an ath- uh, athlete has to prepare for every single day, every practice, every meeting, whatever it is. And so I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna to continue to do that every single day. I wake up, it's a blank slate. I'm gonna to to go out there, attack it, uh, be the best person, uh, athlete, or whatever it is that day. And uh, hopefully that that we keep we keep going good as far as football facility and as a nation. We we try to progress and get to the other side of this. And then the Tyreek and McColl race. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, both the guys are super fast. Uh, I'm just lucky to have both of them. I think Tyree got the first one, but I'm going to try to keep him from racing anymore. I, I rather them just run down the sideline scoring touchdowns during the game week. We're going to go Nate, Pete, and then Danny to close us out. Go ahead, Nate. We just got through talking with Andy, and I'm interested from your perspective as a quarterback, having maybe a couple new offensive linemen to start the year, uh, with Clyde not having any preseason games. What do you feel like you and the office need to get most out of these padded practices that are coming up uh, to prepare yourselves for whatever situations you're going to see uh, when the regular season starts. Kind of like I said earlier, I think you just have to take advantage of every single rep that you have. Uh, that's in the meeting room, if that's on the field, or if that's in practice, that's in a walkthrough. Whatever that is, you have to take advantage of it, knowing that you're not getting those preseason games. You have to, uh, you, you, Practices are going to mean that much more. And I think Coach Reed does a good job of that. I mean, he's going to put us in situations uh, that is going to be game-like situations. He'll try to prepare us for every single situation that that we could encounter during the game. And then once you do get that that one situation that might not be practiced, making sure you know what you, what you need to do. And so uh, I think uh, having those new guys and and kind of setting the example of how we practice and how we play, I think those guys will, will follow right in and they'll they'll kind of. T- take that standard to there as well. And so uh, I'm excited for the opportunity to go out and keep continuing to move forward and progressing and and getting to that next step of getting the pads on and then getting to the season, obviously. Pete Sweeney. I was curious, first, uh, your initial impressions of the guard, Ossimile, and then if you would, I was just curious, as you're getting ready for the season, I, I know you've done the workouts that you have on the high school fields with your receivers, but What's been the greatest challenge for you with this unique offseason of like getting where you need to be, feeling mentally ready for the year? Uh, first off, with with the, with the Osimile and, and Rimmers, both those guys, both those guys are big. They're big and strong, and they're smart. I think that's that's uh, the three things that you need to have when you come into play on in this offense. And so, uh, Kelechi, uh, I mean, when you shook my hand my first time, I, I had to like, hey, man, easy a little bit, man. I mean, just how big and strong that guy is. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to have them. They're learning. Uh, Obviously, this offense, uh, uh, quickly and progressing quickly, it's good about having veteran guys like that. Um, But I'm excited for that competition in that room just to bring the best out of everybody. Uh, And then we'll just say the second part of your question one more time. As you're getting ready for the season, I I know one of the things you did was you go to the high school fields with the receivers, but I was curious, um, what else has been like the greatest challenge in getting mentally ready for this year that's coming up quick? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just uncertainty. Uh, The uncertainty of of every single day coming in and and not knowing – uh, exactly the the routine that you always have been accustomed to, um, but I think it's 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 a good challenge to have. It's dealing with adversity early, early in the season, early even in the off season, uh, and trying to accept that and try to come out better on the other side. And, and so uh, I think it's going to be challenging, uh, challenging for everybody in this league. But uh, I, I'm excited for the challenge to try to go out there and show the world that we can do this the right way if we do it the safe way. Go to Danny to close us out. Go ahead, Danny. Normally, this week would be one that you guys would be preparing for a preseason game or a game and kind of getting in that mindset, that mode. At this point in training camp, which has been very weird, how different is it compared to what you've done in years past? And where do you guys feel like you are compared to years past? First, I got to get you a Texas Tech hat or something. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> it's okay. Saying, uh, But uh, I know the the thing with where we're at now versus last year, I feel like a lot of guys are still in physically uh, the shape that they were in or even better shape. I think guys really took it upon themselves during this quarantine time to keep their bodies in shape. And so that was, I don't want to say surprising to see, but that was good to see, exciting to see uh, when you come into camp and everybody is right where we left off at. Um, So now it's about the mental part of it. I mean, when you get these reps, I mean, it's hard to – to reenact these reps on Zoom meetings. So as these guys are getting more and more reps and we're putting in all these new plays, I think the coaches are doing a good job of really emphasizing the details of every single play that, so that when we hit the field on that Thursday night that we can play fast and play uh, Chief football.